Welcome back to You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. All right, coming up in 20 minutes, we will read your, I mean you, like the person watching and listening, your favorite bets this weekend in football. Uh, YouTube.com backslash Odyssey Sports, Twitch.tv backslash BetQL. Type in those chats, our pal Alex Fasano, combing through them with the fine tooth something. Uh, your favorite football bets for the weekend and the reason why. And we'll read them coming up on the show to start next hour here. So Twitch and YouTube, make your voices heard or whatever like buzz phrase I could throw out there. Hashtag meet us at the intersection of sports and pop culture. Uh, Tell us what your favorite bets are for this weekend. We'll read the best ones on the show. Brad Evans will join us next hour. The Glassman, PJ Glasser, will join us next hour. Power Hour, Final Hour features all our bets for tonight and for Week 13 NFL Sunday. But we got to get some soccer bets rolling here for the weekend. And joining us right now to provide us with those is our friend Anthony DeBundo from the Wonder Goal podcast, a great soccer betting podcast. Encourage people to check it out. Wonder Goal is the name. Find it wherever you find your podcasts. And Anthony's written work can be found over at the Action Network, and he is on Twitter at his name, at Anthony DeBundo, a good paisan from the Northeast. Anthony, welcome back to the show. It's Nick and Ken. Hope you had a great Thanksgiving. How's it going? I did have a great Thanksgiving. Hope you did as well. And I'll tell you what, if you're a soccer fan, December is like March Madness of soccer uh, because we have so much action. Arsenal is going to play seven Premier League matches plus an EFL Cup match plus a Champions League match this month. It is absolutely insane. There's pretty much matches on every single day, whether it's midweek Premier League coming up next week and Champions League in a couple weeks as well. So uh, Boxing Day, like you name it, there's probably soccer on this month. So exciting to get to December. Uh, great month. Yeah, I was just gonna say, like, isn't that isn't like Boxing Day, and they like they all play on that day? So I, I'm glad glad you brought up the schedule. Even as like a very casual soccer fan, I like remember I'd be in college and like home from school for the the Christmas break, and I'd be like, why why is there soccer on again today? Like, what's going on? There's like snowing on the field and stuff. It was really cool. Um, so we're back to the EPL, Anthony, this week, and Manchester City Tottenham. I think is the first match you wanted to talk about. Uh, what's our bet here? Yeah, so it's the highlight match of the weekend, and Spurs have like two healthy defenders. Uh, so that's a bit of an issue for them. And, and Ange Postacoglu, the new manager, was asked about it. He's like, you know, you're on the road against the best team in the league. You're shorthanded. Are you still going to have a go? And he's like, uh, basically told the reporter, why would you even ask me that question? So, you know, Tottenham is going to play how they play. They're going to play their style. But the lack of talent and attacking quality right now is evident. Uh, no Richarlison, no Madison. Uh, they're not going to have Benton Kerr, who was really impressive in their last match. So uh, defensively, they're starting a makeshift back line because of suspensions and injuries as well. I really don't think City's going to have a ton of problems here. They've been pretty dominant defensively at home uh, against the other top teams. They did concede late to Liverpool, but controlled that match. Good against Newcastle. Uh, so when they've been at home against top sides, they've been pretty good. So uh, if you're going to play this one, I think like looking in the derivative market, like a City shutout win is up to plus 150 there. Uh, that's one way of going after this. I don't really love laying the big spread there, minus one and a half. I think it's a little bit high, but I think Tottenham will have some trouble uh, creating chances given just how many injuries they have. Historically, Spurs have been a bit of a bogey team for City, but that was back in the Harry Kane era. Uh, Kane and Son did so much damage against this team. I don't really know that this uh, current crop is, is really equipped to do that. Uh, against City. So I, I like City. I think they win here. Uh, but I think, you know, derivative markets, maybe both teams to score no or, uh, you know, a live under if City goes up is a potential way to go after this. 
And Tottenham reeling right now, obviously. Had been in first place, top of the table for a lot of the season. Now Tottenham finds itself in fifth. Man City one point behind Arsenal for first point. So, so it feels like this is like last year all over. Can Arsenal with a slim lead at this point in the season on Manchester City. Arsenal currently top of the table. Anthony, next game we'll talk about features the sixth and seventh place teams in the table. Like within striking distance of Aston Villa. And when I Emery and company doing a great job in fourth place right now. So fourth is obviously a Champions League spot. And that's where Manchester United and Newcastle would both like to be. The sixth and seven teams in the table, respectively. What about Manchester United and Newcastle? Can Eric Ten Hag keep riding the ship here for Manchester United? I mean, it's funny because if you just look at the results, I mean, United's been great. They have the most points in the league since October 7th. But the mood at the club is very different, and that's because we all watch the games. We all look at the stats. We all know that since October 7th, they've been the luckiest team in the league when you compare actual points to expected points. United's above Newcastle on the table, but if you look at underlying expected goal differential, United has a negative goal differential. They've been playing like a below-average team. That includes Sunday's 3-0 win against Everton, which was their first win by multiple goals all season. They had the goal of the year from Garnacho. They then proceeded to get outshot 11-2 in the first half. It was not a great performance, even though the results were good. That's the beauty of soccer. Uh, and so... United, like I said, negative expected goal differential. Newcastle, not only have they been dominant at home, taking being just about everybody they play there, they have a plus .92 expected goal difference, and they are starting to get a little bit healthier. They got Isak back for the Champions League this week. Uh, they they got Guimaraes back from suspension. Their, their first choice midfield is available. So I do think the Magpies are a little bit short here, minus 110. Uh, I would play them up to minus 115, 120 here. I think they're a little short. This market is suggesting they're like even teams. I have never felt that way about Newcastle and United. Uh, so once again, I'm betting against Man United. It's been a common theme for me. Also a tough spot. Third road trip in six, seven days for United. They had to go to Turkey in the midweek and play this crazy Champions League match. Uh, now they're on the road again. So tough matchup for United and tough spot. Anthony, uh, next match, I know you want to talk about West Ham and uh, and Crystal Palace. What's our uh, What's our bet here? Yeah, so I feel like whenever we talk, you know, this there's so many injuries. The injuries are way up this year in the Prem. Uh, nobody knows really why for sure, but this is one match where injuries are certainly going to play a factor. Jared Bowen and Mikel Antonio both likely out for West Ham. Their top two forward options that they've been using this year. Mo Kudis, also questionable, their new signing. West Ham have played without Bowen all week. They played two matches, one against Burnley in the league, one against a Serbian team in the Europa League on the road. Two of their three worst games in attack all season long came this week without Bowen. I think it's pretty meaningful now they play a Palace defense that's very good on set pieces where West Ham excels. So they maybe nullify those advantages that Palace has in the set piece uh, that West Ham usually has in set pieces. Palace also without Eberetje Eze, who's been their best attacking live wire player this year. They don't send a ton of numbers forward. They defend in numbers and break with one or two or three guys. Eze has been the guy kind of leading that charge. He won't play in this match either. So I, I did take some under two and a half up to minus 120. Uh, it, it's starting to get a little bit out of range now because it's come uh, up again. I also don't mind a, a, a low, you know, since I think it's going to be a low-scoring game, a, a money line shot on Palace. I think they could pull an upset here. So uh, I do like the uh, the Eagles, but I like the under more, two and a half. I think the, the injuries for West Ham make them a very mediocre attack. You better you bet here with Nick and Ken. It is a phenomenal football Friday. Football because we're getting soccer bets for the weekend with our pal Anthony DeBundo from the Wonder Goal podcast and the Action Network. Anthony on Twitter at Anthony DeBundo. Check out his soccer betting podcast, Wonder Goal, wherever you find your podcasts. My friend, let's go top of the table here and talk about Arsenal taking on Wolves this weekend. What about Arsenal and Wolves? Yeah, so the injury slash suspension situation isn't great for Wolves. Pedro Nato is still going to be out. 
They're going to be without Mario Lamina and Joao Gomez, two of their three preferred midfielders. So I do think Arsenal has a pretty easy route to controlling this match and and should win relatively comfortably at home. But look, Wolves have been kind of the, the underdog of choice. If you're a fan of betting underdogs in the Prem this year, they beat Manchester City, they beat Tottenham, they got two goals against Newcastle uh, at home in, in a draw. They, they've been very competitive when they've gone up in class kind of against these other top teams, scored early on Liverpool uh, and, and ultimately lost. Uh, I do think they are undervalued to get on the board here. The market has started to overreact now to how dominant Arsenal's been defensively. They have conceded just 2.5 XG in their last six matches, including two near shutouts, complete shutouts, uh, against Sevilla and against Sheffield. They've played some pretty weak competition in the last month, Arsenal has. Uh, and so I do think there is a little bit of like a, we've hit the top of the market. I'm not going to say anything bad about Arsenal's defense because it's so dominant, been the best in Europe. But I think now, you know, Wolves only minus 110 to score uh, with, uh, you know, some other attacking options around Neto being better. I, I do think they'll get on the board here. So I took some Wolves team total. Uh, I'm not too confident in their defense holding up. Arsenal finally healthy, have their top five attackers all on the pitch this weekend. Uh, and they did score six in the midweek with those five all healthy for the first time. So trending up for Arsenal offensively, but this defense starting to get to the top of the market. Anthony, only uh, I think like about three minutes left. I know we want to do where in the world. So maybe like a, a minute, minute and a half here and we'll save some time for what, what Nick promised was kind of like a banger where in the world, like something really random that I think we're all going to want to hear. So why don't we do uh, Aston Villa and Bournemouth here? And I think Nick alluded to this earlier in the interview and it kind of piqued my interest, like top four uh, at the end of the year, get spots in the Champions League. Like right now, if the season ended today, Arsenal, Man City, Liverpool, like they would get three of the berths. I don't think that's surprising to anybody, but Aston Villa's in the fourth spot, which I was like, oh, that's kind of interesting, kind of a, a surprise team so far this year. Is it as simple as, as they keep rolling against a kind of a worse team at the bottom of the table, or, or what do we have here in about a minute? Yeah, so if you went back and you just sorted the, the, the table right now by expected goal difference, and you said to me, who has been much better than you thought and who has been much worse than you thought? I would have told you that the team that has overperformed preseason expectations by the most in my my mind, Aston Villa, the team that has underperformed the most based on what I thought coming into the season is actually probably outside of Man United, Bournemouth. So, you know, you look at the numbers on this Bournemouth team, they started really, really poorly. They had a new manager come in who put in a very different style. They were pressing a lot more and it led to a lot of mistakes. They were giving away high turnovers uh, and, and teams who have been able to press them back have really caused problems. But Aston Villa, especially away from home, and I said this a couple weeks ago when they went to Forest on the show, they don't play the same. They don't press as much. They leave space in behind. They're not nearly as effective at dominating games. And that's kind of a gift to Bournemouth here, a Bournemouth team, like I said, who struggles to deal with teams who press. So I think Bournemouth here, they're starting to get healthier, and they're starting to do better in the system. Their performances have really taken a step forward in the last two to three weeks, maybe a month. And I think that they're catching uh, Villa in a good spot here. Villa not only played in the Europa League, but likely without star striker Ali Watkins. Not officially out yet, but looks like he's trending that way. So I like Bournemouth to win or draw uh, on this matchup. The run around minus 110 uh, is fine on the cherries. The market has come toward them a little bit. You got to love this from Anthony, by the way, who knows, like, and, like, I, I follow him on Twitter and, like, we'll talk to him in DM chats and stuff, who knows, like, all the sports inside and out, but, like, the handicaps of soccer are tremendous, so, like, you're out there and you're like, wow, this is a lot. He he literally has done the work, so you don't have to. That's why we have him on the show, because he's awesome, and he has the answers to all these questions, which is really great. Um, Anthony, let's close with this. We'll get away from England for a second for where in the world is Anthony? Oh, tell me. Uh, so let's go elsewhere in Europe, my friend. We only have 30 seconds here, so as quickly as you can please what is the where in the world bet for this weekend in european football yeah we joked about it a couple weeks ago uh girona is tied for first in la liga with real madrid nobody expected that 
Uh, well, why? Well, one of the main reasons is they have not played any of the top teams except Real Madrid, who beat them pretty badly. Uh, they drew Bilbao last weekend. I just think that this entire profile, uh, defensively especially, is built on playing a bunch of really bad teams in La Liga and that there is major regression coming for them. And now they play a Valencia team that is actually allowing the second fewest expected goals. And they've played a real schedule. They've played Barca and Real Madrid. So I like Valencia win or draw at Girona, uh, they've taken a bunch of money. Girona has. I disagree with it. So I'm going to come back on Girona or Valencia to get a result. So win or draw plus a half at plus 120. So we will be playing against my Girona. Anthony on Twitter at Anthony DeBundo. Wonder Goal Podcast Action Network, my friend. Good luck with the bets. We'll catch up with you next week. Right, Anthony is muted, but it, I, 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 we we assure you that Anthony had a great time on the show with us today. He was on the other he had side, a spectacular you, time. You, you are you are your favorite bets coming up this weekend in football.